The homilies for sermons contained in these podcasts were delivered by Deacon Joe Dietz, a permanent deacon serving at Christ the King Catholic Church in South Bend, Indiana, a parish of the Diocese of Fort Wayne, South Bend. Each homily is preceded by a reading of the scripture upon which it was based. While the content is the same as the homily preached, it has been recreated for the quality of the podcast. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus summoned his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to drive them out and to cure every disease and every illness. The names of the twelve apostles are these. First, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector. James, the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus. Simon the Cananean, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed Jesus. Jesus sent out these twelve after instructing them thus, Do not go into pagan territory or enter a Samaritan town. Go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, make this proclamation. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. The Gospel of the Lord. You know, I'm always a bit challenged when it comes to preaching on Gospels that have a list of names as their main content, whether it be a genealogy of Jesus as listed in some of the Gospels or a listing of apostles' names as in this case today. But I decided to take a closer look at the names themselves, and in doing so, I found some hopeful encouragement. Do you know that in the United States today, according to Social Security and census numbers available online, there are supposedly over 642,000 people named Peter and over 906,000 named Andrew, over 5.5 million named James and another 5.5 million named John, over 2.3 million Thomases, a million Matthews, and on down the line to 20,000-some Thaddeuses and Bartholomews or Barts. But what about Judas? Depending on which source you choose, there are only about 100 to 400 or so people named Judas in the entire country. According to one source, Judas is the 25,549th most popular name in the United States, which is really unusual because another source suggests that there's only 5,000 possible first names. Now, I wonder why that is. Do you think maybe it had something to do with the fact that Judas is the one, that name is the one most associated with the betrayal of Jesus? And while the fact that down through history people have shied away from naming their children Judas for that reason, even to the present day, although there has been a slight increase since 2000, it does give us some hope in this challenging world. But as I looked at the rest of the gospel, I really became hopeful. Because suddenly it made perfect sense why this list of apostles seemingly so randomly is inserted at this point in the gospel. Jesus summoned his 12 apostles and gave them authority over unclean spirits and to drive them out and to cure every disease and illness. And then, just to be sure who those 12 apostles were, Matthew names all of them. Every last one of them, including Judas. That's right. 
Judas, the 25,000th most popular name holder, was given the power to drive out evil spirits and cure every disease. The next verse, Jesus actually expounds on that power, saying that he sends them to cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, and drive out demons. It doesn't say everyone but Judas was given this power. It doesn't say Judas only got a half power. It lists Judas right along with everyone else. Judas, the betrayer, the weak link, the one who was going to sell Jesus out for 30 pieces of silver, and Jesus knew it. To him, Jesus gave the power over evil spirits and disease. Why do I find that incredibly hopeful and exciting? Because if Jesus can give that power to Judas, then he can give it to us. If Jesus can give Judas the power, he can give us the power. The power to overcome our sin. The power to live the life that he calls us to. God is not limited by our sinfulness. He's not limited by our weakness, by our doubts, by our fears. He is only limited by our willingness. The exercise of our free will to repent and to give our lives completely to him and let him have his way with us. What could be more exciting and hopeful than that? For questions or comments on this homily, write to Deacon Joe 2017 at gmail.com.